0: On today's episode we're going to be talking with eva machado she is the founder and ceo of purpose people now purpose people is a company that aims at giving back to the community and providing a community for nurses as well as supplying some really cool merch and through the platform of purpose people eva has been able to do something awesome which she calls cyclical giving Uh, In October of 21, she created a Live Your Breast Life collection that was donated uh, part of the proceeds to breastcancer.org. She, in 2022, early this spring, created and donated care packages that went to nursing units across the country so that nurses could get something other than a pizza party. And uh, she plans on doing so much more. So if this is something that interests you, sit back and we will get right into it. Today's episode is sponsored by Travel Nurse Now, How to Become a Travel Nurse. This is a great little book that has everything you need to become a travel nurse, or if you're a travel nurse already and need some refreshers, it has everything from what you need to pack to how to set up your tax home and everything in between. So if this is something that you're interested in, you can look for the link in the episode description or look it up on Amazon and find it there. If you have any friends that are looking to become a travel nurse, this is a great book to recommend them. Um, Let's just get right into it. Okay. Um, So, Tell me about your company, your LLC, and kind of what it stands for, like who you are.
1: Yeah, so I am the owner of Purpose People. I actually am the founder. I started it at the end of 2019, but prior to that, I graduated from nursing school, started working as a night shift nurse. I actually moved a few states away and then got a per diem job, but working full-time hours. And throughout my first probably three years within nursing, I really started to realize these issues that aren't talked about when you're in nursing school, right? Like there are mm-hmm. so many times where looking back now, I'm like, oh, I should have known that there's, you know, there's a staffing shortage and like, right. that's going to affect me as a nurse. But when you're in nursing school, all you can see is the vision of getting your license. So I obviously, within those first few years, started to really recognize these major issues. Obviously, burnout was a huge issue that came into play, not even personally for me, but you just see it everywhere. It's, it's very glaring and obvious oh, yeah. once you get, oh, to yeah. The field. yeah. And so that's when I started to step into, okay, what can I do about this? I initially thought I was going to be a nurse practitioner. That was my plan from the get. Mm-hmm. And once I got into the field and started working at the bedside in the hospital in the unit, that just did not sit right with me anymore. I kind of took that plan and tore it Completely down and was like, okay, well, what am what can I do instead? Because I'm definitely one of those people who is really into growth and what's next and accomplishing things. It's like in my nature, so I wasn't just going to not go to nurse uh, nurse practitioner school and continue Mm -hmm. being a nurse. I just had okay, what's on the horizon type of mindset. Right, and so that's when I started to kind of put those two together and say, okay, what can I do? to make an impact here. And I started to just play around with things. If I'm being honest, I never Mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to start this business. It's going to be, you know, a retail brand supporting nurses. This is exactly what it's going to be. I kind of did like the trial and error route where I just started trying different things like, and eventually landed on what Purpose People is today. So Purpose People Mm -hmm. is a nursing lifestyle brand. It's mainly retail community and give back efforts. That's like the three pillars that we stand for. So we have a shop where you can buy nurse merch. We have our online community where we support each other. We have our community blog and where we talk about, you know, these types of things like burnout. What are we all going through? How can we all relate and find mm-hmm. common ground and support each other? And then we have give back efforts. So using the shop and community, we all work together to find causes uh, to get back to. And so that feels really good. Um, and that's kind of how it, came to be it started off just posting on social media it started Mm -hmm. off talking about burnout and self-care and kind of the things that I thought weren't being discussed enough in nursing and trying to give that a voice Mm -hmm. and then eventually I don't it's crazy to think that it turns but (laughs) that's kind of how it grew into
0: yeah I mean the same thing I kind of have the the same exact story um, where you know I went to nursing school and I was one of those people that Um, went into nursing school thinking I was going to go straight into CRNA school after like a year of ICU, but now I don't even want to do that. (laughs) It's like, that's completely off the table for me, but, um, I started, what's funny is I started my TikTok, I actually started my podcast way before that, but it was, uh, just very, you know, small episodes with, you know, people that I worked with and a lot of them aren't even on my uh, list now. But um, then I started my TikTok just for, for fun and I was showing my fiance, I made like one video or something about nursing and I got like 10 followers or something and got so excited about it and kept posting and posting and people were really responding to the education. And um, now I have over 20,000 followers and it's just insane. Uh, whenever you give nurses something that they're looking for, which it sounds like you know y'all are doing with your company and you know your vision and everything people really respond to it so that is very awesome
1: it's actually the exact same for me too it's so funny like i just now have a little over twenty thousand on tiktok i started building that kind of more for fun Mm -hmm. and just figuring out how can i play this back into what i've already built and keep it fun and keep it lighthearted and every time i talk about nursing is when same thing i'm getting the most traction because It's just highlighting the fact that that's what nurses need is a space where they can feel heard, where they feel understood. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's hard because what we talk about in nursing so often is like all the bad parts and people just want to complain and like have that open forum to complain. And then I feel like purpose people is kind of that space where, yes, you can come and be who you are and open up with what you're struggling about. But also where we're going to kind of shine a little bit of positive light and make sure that we're going to remind you of how you can live in your purpose and be fulfilled, whether that's in nursing or not, Mm -hmm. that's always your, the goal that we're highlighting for people. So I think that it's a good balance because nursing is so broken, but it's a good way to like still allow people to have a space where they feel they can feel excited about it too.
0: Right. Right. And yeah, I've kind of been, I, for my job, I go to a lot of different hospitals and I, I've seen everything from you know the worst of the worst to the best of the best, and it's crazy how there's such like a big line where you could have nurses who are just so unhappy with their job just in this one setting, but then across town these other nurses are you know doing great. And I think people need to know, and I think what your platform what your platform does as well is uh, allows people to talk about how you know there are these different microcosms in nursing and that you don't just have all the bad, you know, there is a lot of good and people just need to know. And it's kind of something that I needed to tell myself after I got my first job, but it was terrible. I was had had so much pre-shift anxiety um, and it just was not good. And then I got into my next job and it was night and day. Like there was no floating, no tripling, nothing like that. And I think people just need to know that there is a bright side to it. You just need to go out and look for it.
1: 100%. I preach that to like the rooftops. It's so bad. I'm always talking about how per diem nursing like changed my life oh, and yeah. how I've able been able to step away from the bedside and into being a business owner as a nurse. Mm-hmm. And I still work my four shifts a month for all of, all of 2022. 20, I started only working one shift um, a week. And so I've talked about how just even the per diem status, even when I was working full-time hours, how that like absolutely changed my life. It gave me more freedom. It allowed me to feel like I was in control of my career and I was doing the exact same thing in my 12 hours as I was, if I was full-time, but just that status mm-hmm. even gave me so much freedom and gave me a different perspective and a different mindset. And so I think so much of it has to do with transparency too. people mm-hmm. actually being willing to say like, Hey, being per diem and only working four of some month works for me right now, actually. And it makes me feel really fulfilled because I get to do this, 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 and this and not feel ashamed that they should quote unquote, be working, you know, four shifts a week doing the most because there's a nursing shortage. And I think there's a lot of shame around nursing because so many people go into it thinking that, you know, this is their lifelong calling and Mm -hmm. they're we're labeled as these caring people we're heroes. Right. And so when you realize that burnout steps in or that you're not as happy and you want to do you know, change something, go into aesthetics, do something a little bit different. That's not the norm in nursing. Mm -hmm. That little bit of shame that society puts on us can sometimes inhibit people so much. And I think as a community of nurses, we just need to be more transparent and shut that down and hype each other up when we're trying to do something a little bit different or out of the norm, because that's, what's going to help us all actually feel happy in our career. Right. because you're completely right there's people who are so and there's people who are thrive. and I think misery loves company too which we definitely need to realize as nurses is if you're not happy
0: mm-hmm. you got to
1: find someone who's ha- who is happy because you can easily find someone else who isn't happy and have a complaining fest but that's not going to get you anywhere right so finding that positive voice is really important too in my in my opinion
0: right and, you know, it's uh when I was looking through your stuff and I the one T-shirt design that sticks out to me is that one where you have heroes that's crossed off with humans underneath. And uh, did, did you come out with that before COVID or was that during? So I
1: actually came out with that after COVID. And the okay. craziest thing about that shirt is that I had created that slogan for a nurse care package campaign that we were mm-hmm. doing where we were raising money to give uh, units at the hospital, just huge care packages as one of our give back efforts and it was just like the title on a slide like that I created on Canva and then I had so many people being like put that on a shirt put that on a shirt so I finally launched it as a shirt because the community kept asking for it Mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize this but the day that I launched it was the day of, I forget exactly what it was, but something really big happened in the Redonda Vaught trial.
0: Oh, really? I don't know if you
1: remember, remember, I'm sure all about that. Oh, yeah. But people, the nursing community really rose up on that day and we were we're talking about how, you know, she's a person and a lot of people were defending her.
0: Right. And it
1: was funny because I didn't even realize I launched the design on that day and it blew up after that and oh, wow. I it actually was a blessing in disguise <laughs> for the business because I was able to get that shirt out to so many nurses, but, but yeah, that's been, I think our best, one of our best sellers, probably top three shirts ever. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's been huge. And for a good reason, right? Because that message is one that needs to be shared in healthcare.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cause I mean, you can, it's really easy for the, for society to call somebody a hero and then give them all this crap, you know, and just say, well, you know, they're a hero so they can take it. But in reality, we're all just human, you know, like everyone else. So we can only take so much mentally or physically before we too break down. It's not like we are superheroes. This is just our job. Just like anyone else has their own job.
1: Exactly. And that idea actually stemmed from a TikTok video where I, it was like maybe 10 seconds. I went on a quick video of me talking and I said, is this an unpopular opinion? But I personally, as a nurse, hate being called a hero. Mm -hmm. It just really bothers me. Like, what do you guys think? And I got, I think over like 500 comments of people being like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And a few people said, you know, it depends on the delivery, but there were overwhelming amounts of people that commented saying, why they didn't like it and why they just feel like it takes away from their humanness. And that sparked that idea to create this design. So there's so many moving pieces, but so much of what's created for the brand too. Like I was saying before, it just comes from what the community asks for and what they want. So it's, um, it's more about listening to what nurses actually need and then figuring out how to deliver that in a way that works with the brand that I've created. But it was crazy to hear that feedback because I feel like, what we see and hear so much is this message of hero. So you wouldn't have ever thought that people would say they hate it so much. Right. (laughs) Right. Right.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. And then like during COVID, like when COVID was, you know, at peak levels or whatever, people would, you know, clap at night or whatever. And it just, it it felt so fake to me afterwards because you know, where's that now? Like nothing has really changed, but you, you can almost see like a shift in nursing um, especially after Redonda VOD, you see stuff like this, where, you know, hospitals are kind of putting nurses, um, you know, they're throwing them under the bus. And it's like, well, where was that same mentality, you know, a couple months ago?
1: 100%. I think it's tough, too, because as a brand, right, like, I would love to be able to get to the top of the ladder and reach these people and give mm-hmm. nurses a voice, right?
0: Yeah. Um
1: to be able to make change, but then it's hard because the other message I want to share is more of like to the actual nurses working on the ground, hyping them up and reminding them that they can choose, you know, as much control as they can take, they need to take.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: it, there's like this duality that I want, I want to do both with the brand. So it's hard to kind of decide sometimes what to go after. And I think right now we, we definitely lean more toward sharing with nurses that piece of control, like reminding them you can be fulfilled, right? Like we were talking about before that positivity, you know, you, you're able to create a life within nursing that you love, but it's up to you. Right. And I think there's so much noise. And, and honestly, a lot of times, like the winds are against you. Like we're, we're going into headwinds, right? Like there are so mm-hmm. many challenges right now for us. It's not, it's not an easy profession to be successful in or not feel burnt out or, right you know, actually feel fulfilled, but I do think it's possible. So that's what I try to give a voice to, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely challenging. I, I, I've worked, you know, as a nurse as well. I, I know how challenging it is. I worked all during COVID too. And I completely agree that the efforts in 2020 and 2021 were completely different than the efforts in
0: 2022. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And (laughs) yo, yeah, for sure. And I think like another thing is people just don't understand, like, there's so much that you can do as a nurse, like you do not have to be bedside. Like, I'm technically not considered bedside right now, even though I do go to the bedside. And what's unfortunate is I can't really talk about my job, because there's a whole lot of like social media stuff that um, I have agreed not to talk about. And there's very little companies that actually do what we do. And so if I talk about it, people would automatically know what I work for. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's amazing. I work two days every eight days. Um, there are 24 hour shifts, but I have five days off. Like I just started my five days off and I'm still full time. And I had no idea that this was a thing whenever I started. And now it's like, I'm getting paid better. I have better time off. I have better work-life balance. And it's just something that I had to look for.
1: Absolutely. And did you feel like any sense of shame at all? Like I was saying before, how people put this pressure on you that you should have, you shouldn't have left or you should, you know, you shouldn't have done what's best for you. Like, I feel like that's the message that we hear so much and it. It's mind blowing to me.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, there are people saying like, you know, weren't you going to go to CRNA school and, you know, you were, you're getting so high up on your unit, like we were going to promote you, which, you know, we all know that's probably not true. (laughs) But,, um, yeah, there, there's just a bunch of stuff because I did a lot of education on my unit because, you know, I was trying to pick up the slack because I saw, you know, especially in a CVIC, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of technical stuff that people need to know. And it was kind of hard for me to see these new grads or you know people who were coming from a different specialty come in and not really know that. So I kind of just took that over. And when I left to my new job, I didn't really have that anymore. So that's why I kind of picked up TikTok in order to get yeah. that fix on education. So,
1: yeah. And I think TikTok's a good platform too to be able to actually share with the common person. I get a lot mm-hmm. of people who aren't nurses just on videos that do well, who get to see some of my content. And that feels really good because I think it's gl- very obvious to me how much the public doesn't know. Like they right. don't even realize that they're nurses aren't being highlighted anymore. Cause they're busy doing stuff in their own lives. Mm. I have a group chat with my friends, you know, the classic, like all my friends from high school group chat. And I think yeah, three of uh, three out of like the eight or nine of us are nurses. So we'll go in the group chat, start talking about all this stuff within nursing. And the other six people are like, what are you talking about? They, they genuinely have no, no idea at all. And we'll tell them, Hey guys, this is what's going on. They're like, no way. Right. They, they truth they truthfully like would love to help or love to do what they can, but they don't know what to do. Right. They're they're not in a, in a place where they can necessarily support nurses the way they need to be supported right now. They can do little things, but. I think the lack of education to the public is actually a huge issue that works against us as well. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're a nurse, you would be like, that's, there's no way that's true because all you see is nursing content, but there's an algorithm that caters to what you like and what you want to watch. Right. So Mm -hmm. the, The general person doesn't really know what's going on. And I think that that's a huge part of the problem too. So I think TikTok is actually a really good platform uh, because you can get such a large reach to be able to share a message with more than just nurses, but to like the general public as well.
0: Yeah. And it's, it was really strange for me when that first started happening to me, like I would just get random people coming on my videos, like with about a reduced ejection fraction in your heart and people would be like, Oh, yeah, I have this. And my doctor said this, thank you for clarifying. And I'm like, I didn't even <laughs> know people would stumble across this. This is such like a niche field. Um, you know, I, I feel like it it would never come up on somebody's for you page unless they had an interest in it. So it was just so weird. And then of course, you get the people asking, like, what do I do about this? And of course, I can't give any, you know, Medical yeah, you're not advice. Provider, so yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. So it, that kind of puts you in a hard place, and I don't want to ignore these people either. But um, it's just it's so strange how you can reach people that you know aren't in nursing and still provide them with some kind of education.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think it's it's valuable, but I'm sure it can be harmful in other in other ways too. But right. I think a lot of the people who are the creators are pretty aware of what their boundaries are and what they are allowed to talk about and really, you know, where they draw the line. Of I think, course. especially as nurses, because we're licensed, we're generally pretty good about that, but I'm sure there yeah. is a way where that could be hurtful too. But I think for the most part, it's constructive.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about your, uh, your care packages that you've been sending to these COVID units. Um, what, what gave you the idea for that and what actually comes in them?
1: Yeah, so we're not doing it right now, but a little bit of the backstory is purpose people under like the give back efforts pillar that we have in the brand. We have a cyclical giving method. That's what I've labeled it. That's what I call it. It's a way of giving back where we do it in seasons. They need so when COVID first hit what nurses need then is different than what they need now. Right. Right. Um, Some of it overlaps and is always going to be the same, but there's always differences and things like that. So I like to keep it fun as well and be able to like, you know, one time do care packages one time, do 15% going back to this cause one time. We're doing, you know, a give back walk. Like Mm -hmm. I like to mix it up. I think it keeps it fun and it keeps people engaged. So we've actually done the care package give back twice because it was so successful the first time. So the first time I had launched purpose people in, October of 2019, without even apparel. It was just like a few mm-hmm. mugs. The apparel came in 2020. So, really, like the brand started as everything happened in the beginning of 2020. So, it was like a crazy timeline. Oh, yeah. And I had just started to launch shirts. February of 2020 comes along, and obviously, shit kind of hits the fan if I'm allowed to say that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> as a business owner, a new business owner, I, I'm, trying to build a brand, but I'm also like, okay, my whole plan is to like, you know, support nurses. So how are we going to do that? And I just kind of thought, okay, nurses need to feel seen right now. That's our slogan is making nurses feel seen and appreciated. So I was like, okay, we need to make them feel seen. How are we going to do that? And we always joke about the pizza parties and I'm like, okay, obviously we could go a step above that and actually give them something that makes them feel more appreciated in the fact that as a nurse, we actually know what nurses need, like things in airborne precaution rooms are really dry, like things to keep them hydrated, you know, different, like more like niche stuff like that. That's a little bit more particular. It actually makes you feel seen by being like, Oh, how would they know that I needed a barrier cream for my face because of this mask? Right. Right. Like, so I was like, okay, let's get things. Let's raise money from the community, give money from our store. Um, And I think I collaborated with, and then, yeah, I collaborated with a bunch of other companies who gave us free product to be able to include in them, which was so amazing. And between those three things, we were able to do, I think like 30 huge care packages, but one was for like the entire CVICU. So it'd be everyone like nurses and techs. So it wasn't just um, like one, one care package for one person. It was for a group. So then we went to a bunch of local hospitals and delivered them. And then we were able to ship. I think half of them um, internationally as well, like just through, sorry, nationally throughout the country,
0: it's a different hospital.
1: So we just had people submit a form, say why they deserved it, why why they were excited. And then we were able to kind of get through those messages, see what people were going through, what they need, get some feedback. It was really special. And luckily we got recognized nationally for it. We got on Good Morning America for that. That was huge because that was able to help us grow our business and have credibility going forward to keep developing purpose people into what it is today so that was right. awesome just for the fact that we could continue to grow the brand using that but obviously that wasn't the goal the goal was just to be able to show up for nurses in a way that made them feel seen and I think that's what we accomplished with it so I was super grateful at the end of that and that's why I, about a year later after that we decided to bring it back because people were still talking about it. So we're like, all right let's do it oh, again yeah. and so we were able to do that again um I think it was about a year ago now. I'm so bad with my timelines, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Whenever I, because I was in the hospital for like peak COVID and we got kind of like a bonus. It wasn't even a bonus. It was just, it was a little care package if you even want to call that. Um, And all it was, was like a fan that you put into your phone, like your phone's USB port. (laughs) And it, it blew on you. And I was like, this seems like the worst thing that you could give somebody in COVID right now, just blowing the air all over the place.
1: I know. And it's it, part of it is like, are they just not getting what nurses need? Are mm-hmm. they just doing it to say they did something? Like, right. what is the what is the missing link there with nurses never actually feeling appreciated when we get something right? Like, I've gotten a pair of mittens, branded mittens. I'm like, I'm throwing these out immediately. And then I think about it and I'm like, the hospital definitely spent money, like a lot of money because they have over 10,000 employees. Like a lot of these hospital systems have 20,000 employees. Like they're Mm. buying 20,000 pairs of this and at least 10,000 are going straight into the trash. Like, it's so tough. I'm like, what, what is the missing link here? And so I think We've obviously as a nurse myself, I can speak to that, what a nurse might want, because I'm a nurse. But also just like I said, really listening to the community, I think is a key factor that a lot of these healthcare systems just aren't doing. I mean, I think if you were to ask a nurse what they want, none of them would say that. Interesting right. that they still pursue any of that. <laughs> you know, right. it's it's wouldn't you rather just have almost like what we did, a big care package with a bunch of things that everyone can share, take what you need, kind of thing. Um versus that, you know? So it's it's interesting. I don't really know the logistics behind why that happens or who decides, that, but it's right. Strange.
0: <laughs> I think it's something where they get like a very big discount on huge bulk orders like that and I don't know. It it is it's the weirdest things that they choose and then you also get the the signs that were in like our huddle rooms that say we appreciate you, but mm-hmm. it's like do you really because then you're making us put this PPE in a brown paper bag and, you know, having to reuse it day after day. Like, are we really appreciated, you know, while, while these CEOs are still making huge bonuses at the end of the year. So it, it's really unfortunate that it's come to that.
1: It is. And it's, it's always for me about like, okay, I want to be in the mindset of solutions. I'm growing a brand to be in the mindset of solutions and be able to actually help. And so I think, like I said before, it's easy to get caught up in the complaining which I'm very good at.
0: Right, right. <laughs> We're all exactly. really
1: good at. But when we think about solutions, I, it's so hard to think of top level solutions that are like where the CEO sits, right? Like, mm-hmm. what would I say that would actually be able to change? Like, what are they able to actually implement? And so that's so hard to like to think about. And I think that's part of why we go more to the nurses right now um, right. because. I think it, it's going to come down to just a larger amount, like a larger community of nurses really being able to have a stronger voice. The more nurses that are in the community, the stronger voice we have. And then that's what we can go up with. Right. Um, and I tell people too, I'm like, I hate to say this, but stop working overtime. If it's not serving you and you're just doing it out of guilt, stop doing it. Right. I think it's, it has to get better before it gets worse. I think as people leave the bedside and start to do what makes them feel fulfilled. If that's not working at the bedside or if it is whatever. But Mm. I think as nurses grow as people and as human beings and start to do what's good for them, that's probably going to work against what's best for the healthcare system because of the way it's set up right now. It's not set up for nurses to be successful long-term and happy long-term that's going to create a serious issue that I think, I mean, if it's not already a crisis, it will be. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's what's going to actually create change. Like the top people at the top are going to have to make some bigger decisions that are going to affect people in a positive way. Like I don't know what else would happen, right? <laughs> or like I can't see. I obviously can't predict the future, but it's so hard to to predict. Like what. Right where what this the is going. Is. Yeah. Yeah. What the solution is. And I mean, I guess we do probably know where it's going, but solution based thinking, I'm like, I don't have all the answers either. Right. So it's like, I just put support nurses doing what I can. Right. With solutions that I know work. But as far as the entire system, I don't have that answer.
0: <laughs> right. And I will say that there's a local hospital here that actually just gave like a pretty big raise to nurses and, it's so significant that a lot of nurses that went away from the bedside now actually want to come back.
1: Ooh, that's going to create some change. (laughs) Right.
0: So it's like, I think this hospital system is actually seeing that, you know, everyone's leaving and it's for a particular reason. And, you know, they're, they're spending all this money on travel nurses, which they never had travel nurses before, you know, maybe in the ED, but you know, nowhere else, but every unit now has travel nurses. so. They're like, if we could just give them this raise, we could get rid of that entirely. And a lot of my friends have said, you know, now they're thinking about going back to the bedside because it's more lucrative and they would feel more appreciated at that point.
1: And that's the goal. I think if that's where the need is, right? If you're looking at the healthcare system and you're saying the bedside is where we're majorly lacking nurses, it's where it's dangerous for patients, we need more nurses at the bedside, mm-hmm. incentivize people to work at the bedside you know? And so it's like, right. that makes a lot of sense. If you give them more money, people are going to be more excited to do a job that might be a little bit harder, a little bit more challenging. It might not be the hours they want, but they will be more willing to do it because they're trading money for their time or money for their energy or X, Y, Z. And right. so it, that's just logistically makes a lot of sense. And like, I think sometimes hospital systems giving you a fan to plug into your phone. It doesn't make sense. And they are trends and it doesn't, but what this hospital system described did, it makes sense. You know, it's like, I think sometimes people don't think very logically on what would work, but I would, I would work more hours if I was being paid more.
0: Right.
1: I think a lot of people during COVID during one of the craziest times in nursing, even though, even though they were just getting like $10 more in hazards pay, They were picking up the OT. They don't have anything else to do anyway. Yeah, this job is like really gruesome right now, but Mm -hmm. I'm incentivized, so I'll do it. Um, And obviously, pay isn't the only thing that's going to matter, but I do think it's a huge factor.
0: Right. Yep, that is very true. Um, Well, unfortunately, we're coming down to our time limit. Got a couple minutes left. So, um, with the remaining time, I want you to be able to plug your website and your socials um, if if you want
1: yeah absolutely so my personal tiktok i don't have a purpose people one but i do share the brand on there uh, that i was talking about earlier in the episode is eva machado rn it's eva e-v-a-m-a-c-h-a-d-o-r-n and then my personal instagram is eva machado and if you want to follow the brand or come check out our website it's purposepeople.co co and same thing on instagram purposepeopleco so that's where you can snag the more than hero shirt that we were talking about before you can check out all of our merch community all the things we'd love to have you so i'm so grateful that we got to chat today and discuss all these crazy big scale issues but try yeah, to tackle them sure. one piece at a time and and help people know that they're supported. So thank you so much.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I really appreciate it. And maybe in the future, whenever, you know, y'all are doing more givebacks and everything, I'd love to have y'all on again. Um, and we can talk about it more.
1: Absolutely. We would love that. Thank you so much.